Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And bitch? Well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym. It's for bank, inbox, time, connection, and harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. If this is your first time here, I'm so glad you came. We are going to talk all about calendar efficiency today, both paper and digital. If you've been around a while, I'm so glad you came back. I hope you enjoy this episode. So first things first, let's talk a little bit about different kinds of calendars. There are digital calendars that are either web-based or on your phone or both. And then there are paper calendars, like the old school one that my mom used to have where every appointment in the world went into her day planner. She carried it with her everywhere. And then there's also something called a planner or a day planner that is a little bit used a little bit differently as a to-do list. And so I like all three. I'm going to talk a little bit about all three and give you a little bit of insights into how I use them efficiently and so that I'm not being redundant in my tasks. First things first, let's talk a little bit about digital. I use Google Calendar. So I have an Outlook email address. I have a Gmail email address. I have a Yahoo email address. I like Google Calendar because I can bring all of those together in one place. I also find that Google Calendar is the most efficient for color coordinating. You can add tasks that can later be checked off. And if you didn't complete it, it will roll to the next day on your calendar, which is pretty cool. And it allows for really easy sharing. So Google Calendar for me is where it's at. Inside the Google Calendar, I went in and I grabbed my work email address, my Yahoo, which is my personal. I have a family Gmail, and then I have my podcast. So I pulled all four of those calendars into my Google Calendar app on my phone. This is identical for my computer, although I'll admit I very, very rarely look at my calendar on my computer. I really rely on my phone to be my single source of truth because it's with me every where I go. So inside of that, my work calendar is pretty self-explanatory. I color-coded in green. It allows me to quickly see the type of work meetings that I need to do for the day. Now, I also, so I'm a CFO and I have some tactical work that I have to do for my clients when I'm not on the phone with them. I color code those in blocks, dark green. So it will say client work block. And that means that I'm not available to take a meeting and I plan to work on this. I plan to work on ABC company and then one, two, three company later. It just gives me the opportunity to block my calendar and give myself the clarity of when I'm going to get things done. If I don't do that, it's very easy to end up with meeting and then I never have time to actually get any work done. So I use my calendar very specifically that way. And I will block things out in order to make sure I don't end up with meetings booked. So Like in the CFO bookkeeping cycle, we have monthly tasks. I just have them on repeat in dark green. No one can book a meeting. And then if I need to move it for some reason, I can. It's a flexible space for me, but no one else can book over it. I do the same thing with my podcast. I let my podcast come through Calendly where people can book automatically. 
And I have those record in pink on my phone. So I can very quickly look at my phone and decide, do I need to put makeup on today? Do I need to brush my hair? (laughs) No, just kidding. I do that most days. (laughs) But it gives me the quick view of if I need to be on camera that day in a podcast, in a recording situation, I need to make sure my podcast room is clean and organized and that my microphone's working. So those types of things are important to me. I also have a personal email address, which is a Yahoo one that I've had for a million years. Like literally, I think it was my first email address that I got in the mid 90s. And I only use that for personal stuff. So it is like my doctor's appointments, my nail appointments, my hair appointments, nothing to do with my kids, just me, myself and I. And then I created a family Gmail account a couple of years ago. And this is where I sign up my children for sports. This is where I sign up the dog for veterinary appointments. This is where I live in Arizona. We have pest control come because scorpions are gross. So we have all of that in the family calendar. And then that way, my husband has control of it as well. I've also linked my kids' calendars to that so that they can share um, pieces with us. And I will invite their, now that my kids are a little older, I invite them to calendar events so that they can see them also. My two older girls have cell phones, and so I'm able to utilize that to help keep them in line with it. I also link the family email address to our Echo Show, which is an Amazon product with a screen in the kitchen, and it gives us the family's calendar for that day. So we know who has piano, who has volleyball, who has basketball, who has the school dance, all of those different pieces. And then if grandma and grandpa are coming to visit, I can put that in that calendar as well. So that helps keep all of our schedules in line. And then I can also add reminders like on Mondays and Thursdays, the trash and recycling go out. I have that as a repeat task. The moment it's done by anyone in the family, they go in and check it. It disappears from the calendar. There's a lot of things like that in life that pick up kids from school, happen on repeat, or need to pay the landscaper, that kind of thing comes all the time. Maybe I do it. Maybe my husband does it. Whoever checks off the box, it's done now. So those types of things have really helped keep us efficient. And from me having to be the air traffic controller, there is nothing more frustrating than having to tell everybody where to be, when to be there, and how to look. I have full expectation that they all do that themselves. My kids aren't perfect at it yet. Neither is my husband, but they're all getting a lot better. And those tools really help. Now, I'll also say that I do have a calendar planner in my office that sits on my desk. And I use that for to-do lists, not meetings. So if I know I have a presentation next week on Tuesday... But today I need to get it done. I need to get the presentation done so that I can send it over to where I'm speaking. It will be on my calendar for today on my to-do list, not on my calendar. So I keep tasks in my paper planner where I keep events in my calendar planner. So I think of the calendar in my computer, in my phone as where I need to be, who I'm going to be there with. And then my paper calendar is the what I'm doing in that moment. It allows me the satisfaction and incredible dopamine hit of crossing things off. I will check it and highlight it once it's done because it just feels so good. So if you're not doing that, start because it's amazing. (laughs) I will write things down that weren't on the list just so I can cross them off. It feels that good. So that has been always a really cool thing for me. And then at the beginning of every week, 
I look back and see, oh, what did I not get done? So right now I have about six podcast episodes I want to record that are solo. Those are on my to-do list for today. Let's say I get two of them done, I'll cross them off, and then I will move those to next week when I have the opportunity to record again so that I don't lose the track of them. There's so many things floating around in my mind. It just gives me that opportunity to really hone in and not drop things. The final thing that we do, and I'm going to have another episode on this soon, is an action plan. So in my book, Efficiency Bitch, How Ambitious Women Can Have It All Without Doing It All, I talk quite a bit about this. And it's my daily action plan, right? It's like my morning minutes. I sit down with myself and decide, what am I doing for the day? What are my goals? It's also a little like self-help, motivational type of situation. I have a copy of it for free available at efficiencybitch.com forward slash daily action plan. And then we also have a version on Amazon that is bound and you can like see it, buy it. It's going to have 90 days worth of pages, but it gives you a format for things that are on your mind, things that you need to get done, things that you need to plan for. And it is literally meant to just set your day up right. You can use it as a task list. I don't. I use it as get my mind today. And then I also use it at night. So there's an action plan for tonight and it lets me get my mind at night, get that stuff off my mind so that I can sleep well and rest. So those three different versions allow me to run a very efficient household, allow me to run my business, allow me to have the life that I want to have with three very busy children. So again, I'll just recap. The digital calendar in my phone is designed to be where I need to be, when I need to be there, and who I'm going to be with. My paper calendar with pre-printed days of the week is what I need to get done by that day, tasks for each day. And then my daily action plan is a culmination of looking at all of those things and setting intentions and having that motivation to take action and get moving. I hope that this episode helped give you an idea how this efficiency bitch gets it all done. If you are looking for more information on any of those pieces, please check out my website at efficiencybitch.com. And thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you have subscribed so that you don't miss next week's episode. Until then, I'm your host, Melissa Leon. See ya. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at EfficiencyBee. Until next time, see ya!